0: Hello and welcome to Full 90 with the Fellas. I'm Kevin Noonan. I'm Andrew Gilley. Today we'll be recapping the past few weeks of the Bundesliga. We have had a lot of fixtures that uh, have kind of come in rapidly, so mm-hmm. we have a lot to cover. After that we'll be talking about the Premier League. We'll be coming back June 17th with two big games, Aston Villa versus Sheffield and then Arsenal versus Manchester City. Talking about that and then ending it with some Who Am I's. so to start Bundesliga, we've had a few weeks of just game after game, uh, just a lot of fixture congestion with uh, you know not only the weekends but some midweek games too. What have you kind of come overall? What's happened? What have your been? What have your thoughts been on the Bundesliga? Uh,
1: congratulations, Bayern Munich!
0: Yeah, on another Fuck Bundesliga
1: that. title, your eighth Bundesliga title in a row. Um, everyone that. Uh, you can't say Dortmund shit down their legs because they've won two out of three games that they've had since the mm-hmm. quarantine ended, but everyone else that's in the race, like, especially Leipzig, is just not doing as well as you would thought that they could have done. They're just dropping points left and right.
0: Yeah, and what kind of sucks and what pisses me off is when I think about the game, especially the Bayern-Dortmund game, was the fact that Dortmund didn't... Like, they both played bad. Mm-hmm. It was not a great game yeah. on either side, but it was just down to an unbelievable chemical, which, like, you got to hand it to him. But, like, when I think about it, Holland should have maybe had that chance against Neuer um, where he got subbed off right after. I think he had uh, something with his foot. Maybe that's why he didn't go in as much. But um, there were some chances Dortmund should have put away, but at the end of the day, it just sucks because Bayer now has a seven-point lead, and it's tough to see them losing that lead. Yeah, I could see them maybe losing a game. Maybe they still won. have to play Gladbach, yeah. But like, and Wolfsburg has been doing all right, um, but I just don't, I don't see it. I don't know. I don't see
1: it either. Um, it's just been what Bayern Munich's built their legacy on in the best ten years is just never not being good, kind of like the and in the, the league, league in yeah. the league. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but um, they just don't drop points, and when they do. Teams, it seems like, aren't necessarily taking um, um, advantage of that. Like the 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 Bayern had a horrendous start to the season, and now that they're still on top, it feels like at some points teams are just giving Bayern the league, even when they're not good. Like last year with Dortmund being, I think, around like seven points up at the end of the first leg. Uh, It's a matter of other teams just taking like a hold of opportunities, like. Bayern's going to win if you allow them to win. Just don't roll over for them is what it feels like.
0: Yeah, and over the past few weeks, I don't know, it just seems like a lot of the pressure has gone away on Bayern with uh, Gladbach dropping points, Leverkusen dropping points, Leipzig dropping points. Dortmund was the only one putting pressure on them. And it's it's hard because with no fans, it, it's a different game. Yep. And that's where even though Dortmund was home, fans are so key yeah. when they play at home and years past it's always a close game in Dortmund but whenever Dortmund goes to Munich they just get fucked it's yeah. terrible but
1: um that it was just such a huge tilt that if that res- fixture went opposite of the way that it did Dortmund would only be one point behind Bayern instead mm-hmm.
0: now they're seven points behind Bayern oh wait yeah seven points behind yep. Bayern even a tie would have kept Bayern's points down and given yeah. Dortmund a very important point. But at this point, it does suck. Um, I would say the biggest surprise going out of this because I, I I had a feeling there was a meme that I saw on Twitter of somebody posted of Dortmund um, going over two hurdles and then it was like a, it was a runner going over two hurdles and then falling on the third. Yeah, it was the, you know it was the same thing uh, between Schalke, Wolfsburg, and then you fall on. Or a yep. buyer, mm-hmm. and it sucks because um, with that the the league kind of loses the uh, it's a it's electricity it loses kind of um, it's a lore kind of yeah it had it had a title race and now it just feels kind of lost but uh, I'd say some of the biggest surprises amongst the other teams it is still a, if you look at the table and you're just a fan of the overall table and how the league's going uh, there's a very good relegation battle going on there's still a race for the European spots I mean among. Um, the top four for Champions League, Bayern has you know they're ahead by seven points, but um, Dortmund, Leverkusen, uh, Gladbach are all very and and Leipzig are all very close to each other, and they could all. I mean, hypothetically, any team could even Dortmund's not necessarily safe of Champions League right now, which is interesting. I still think they'll get it, but um, Schalke though was my biggest surprise. Yeah, they're
1: just dropping since this has started back. They just have not really looked like themselves. Even yesterday they were winning, and they just managed to throw just throw that away.
0: Yeah, and other teams like uh, Hoffenheim, Freiburg, and Wolfsburg have taken advantage of that. You know, Wolfsburg has come off uh, a tie, I believe, against a tie against uh, Gladbach. They thrashed Leverkusen. Those are two huge points for them. Um, yeah, and
1: if Leverkusen... Labor- they, play, they outplayed Leverkusen so bad in Leverkusen that if um, Leverkusen did not nick that goal at the end, it would have been the largest defeat at home for them in the Bundesliga ever, and th- that's saying something, especially with a team that's played so well this season.
0: Yeah, it really is uh, a shock because Leverkusen was looking good with Kai Havertz having uh, two games prior of that, four goals in two games. Um, who was the other, who was the uh, guy that you were mentioning that you really like uh, Dem- Demerby? From Leverkusen, yes, yeah, and Diaby as well. And D'Abi. they were both playing very well, um, and it just sucks because, um, I guess, for them, from that standpoint, that 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 was a huge, uh, you know, bump in the road. That was yes. that that slowed their momentum down mm-hmm. hugely, um, and I guess it's uh, good for them that other teams have dropped points. Leipzig's been. Kind of, iffy. Yeah. it's been weird with them. It's been
1: one win and two draws, I believe. But the draws just have not been coming against teams that a team like Leipzig should be drawing against. They've drawn against Freiburg and Hertha, but then we see their quality when they go to Mainz and win five to zero, and mm-hmm. Timo Werner scores a hat trick. But if you if you if you the, the, you should not be dropping points against Freiburg and Hertha, especially if you want to be beat out um, uh, Dortmund for that <coughs> second spot in Germany, like that second team in Germany.
0: Yeah, um, especially the game against uh, – who was the most recent one? Against Hertha. They yeah. gave up a, a silly 90th-minute minute yeah. penalty. Yep. Um, and it's just – again, and I, I I mentioned this earlier um, when you and I were talking, uh, the Bundesliga this season have, since the restart has been full of games with goals mm. in the 90th minute, um, yeah. just that to tie it, to win it, something like that. But those are when you need to stay focused. I and mean, when your team like Leipzig – um, it shows the lack of experience. It, well, it shows why like Bayern
1: are champions. Yeah, and, and, and it shows like why other teams aren't.
0: Yeah, it's. This, I mean, it's the same as Dortmund too. Dortmund's had a struggle to, in the past few seasons to really finish out. It sucks because Dortmund's last season I can think of where they truly, like truly, had a strong finish to the season was Klaas last season when they
1: turned it when they were like yeah. in relegation when he left and they just turned it around completely.
0: Yeah, it made a Europa League spot, mm-hmm. but it just ever since then it's been Bayern's league because nobody can push them at the end. They just And I guess that's where the, that experience comes from, plus they just have, compared to other squads, maybe just a more depth in the squad, I don't know. But right. it's just it's a shame because none of the other teams really seem to put up a fight. But um, there there still has been excitement in the league, though. Um, I would say uh, from the bottom half of the league, Paderborn and Bremen for sure are gone, but Dusseldorf is putting up a damn good fight. Yes, and the, it's...
1: It's interesting to see how. I know we want to talk about how bad Schalke has been. We can rip on Frankfurt a little bit here, because mm-hmm. they're they're fixing to go down if they don't sort themselves out.
0: Yeah, I would have I would have figured they were safe because beforehand uh, before the restart, Dusseldorf had 22 points and they were the third to last team in the league in the relegation mm-hmm. zone, and then Frankfurt was in twelfth with uh, 28 points. Whereas now, um, it's much closer than that. It is. Uh, let me find the table um yeah I don't know can't find it it's not not coming up but basically it's a lot closer than that now Um,
1: yeah well and what they got smack 3-1 at home by Gladbach smack 5-2 by Bayern Munich and then they um lose a two goal lead against um Freiburg they're Mm -hmm. up um, um, three to one in this. Uh, by this. Oh no, shit. Never mind. I'm sorry. I'm speaking backwards here. They they show that they can be that team by coming back against Fribourg. I apologize. And it's like, where's that? Where's that in the other games? Like you were in. Yeah. The, you were almost in a Europa League final last year.
0: Yeah. And
1: now you're struggling. And yeah. it's, is that because who's the kid that went to Real Madrid? Jovich. Uh, Jovic. Jovic. Yeah. It's because Jovich left. That can't possibly be the problem yeah. as to why you're two points off relegation right now.
0: Yeah, and, and it just came up. They have they got one. They got one point out of those three games, and Dusseldorf has managed to climb from 22 points to 27 points. Right. So they're putting up a fight in that bottom half. Mines really has kind of stayed in that same. They haven't done much, but um, it, it does suck because there are teams where you see quality. That just don't consistently show it. Right. That's been the problem with the Bundesliga. I think for a while, because it, yes. again, it's such a it's such a good league that provides to I guess bigger leagues if you want to say that, or bigger teams, I suppose. But it's it's a shame because there's quality throughout the league, but it doesn't always show it. It shows it maybe inconsistently, stuff yes. like that, and it's just a shame because it it does show it's Bayern's league. It's it's not like it's not like Serie A where I feel like Juve is just clearly the same or, P- or league uh, where right psg is just the standout okay that's the best team the rest of the league besides maybe a few teams don't clearly don't have as much quality whereas the bundesliga yeah nobody quite has the quality Bayern has but there's still a lot of quality where you feel like there should be it, it should be more even yes but um yeah. especially
1: when Bayern does not perform that well sometimes no, you're yeah. like and this sounds stupid, but they have four draws and four losses this season, which is like a lot for a Bayern team. And then you're like, okay, well, they should be competing in team, uh, like other teams should be closely competing them. And Dortmund have a very similar record. And then you look at a team like Leipzig, who we've seen in the Champions League, who knocked out last year's finalists Tottenham. And whether, mm-hmm. whether you want to talk about whatever type of team Tottenham is, they made it to a Champions League final. You just you can't just fucking blindly walk into a Champions League final. You have to be a good yeah. fucking team and have to beat good fucking teams to do it. Mm -hmm. And Tottenham did that. And Leipzig has 10 draws right now in the season. You don't win... That's why Liverpool haven't won a league in 30 years. Liverpool could have (coughs) won the 2008-2009 Premier League, but they drew fucking every single game, basically. And that's how uh, um, United got away from them. But you can't win a league by drawing more than six times yeah there's zero chance
0: and we talked about it in the yeah
1: liverpool had 11 draws and two losses that season yeah and um united still won it and that's that's like leipzig has three losses right now so they're just building to be that type of team it seems like where like you have to find the consistency but it's also kind of hard and i feel bad for them like they're not a team that people want to necessarily be on it doesn't seem like it's like a stepping stone to go other places like We've heard all the talks of Timo Werner leaving to Liverpool, and even Naby Kay to Liverpool, and they have to keep a hold of these good young players. They're, they're French pairing of young center backs, whether they'll be there in two years or not, it's not looking likely. Um, but it, they have to find consistency in their professionalism because even if you take like two of those draws out and you put losses in there, they're two points above uh, Dortmund and five points behind Bayern, and it's like like it's a team that definitely should have been competing a bit more. Yeah. If not be in first place.
0: Yeah, I mean it's a shame. When you have
1: more losses, the, the, less losses than the two teams in front of you in the table, something tells you you are not doing something correct.
0: Exactly, and it does show that. I mean, they have the quality, they have the talent from Team of Iron to their you know French center backs too. Uh Tyler Adams, an American is doing well there. I mean, they 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 have a good team, but it just sucks because and the case is for a lot of teams. Gladbach too. Gladbach's a team that when they have good players, they'll struggle to keep them because. Quite frankly, nobody wants to stay their whole career in Gladbach.
1: Yeah, but um, even in, if if they're not going outside of Germany, yeah, we've seen it them like move throughout Th- the league. Hazard, yeah, yeah,
0: going to Dortmund. I mean, it just it does suck. But I mean, overall, the Bundesliga still is an interesting league right now. It just sucks to see every year it's the same thing where other teams just don't fight more. It does suck where in the Premier League you see a team like. Norwich come out and beat City this year. Like yep. you see more of that in the Premier League than you do yeah. in the Bundesliga against a Bayern because teams just tend to roll over against them. Like the, like the Unión game I we, I mentioned it in that game. Bayern won that game because it was just it's Bayern. Yeah. They they didn't play well. They didn't do anything special. It was just Bayern being Bayern. Bayern being Bayern. But um I don't know. I mean, the, the league overall, it, it's been very interesting the past few weeks with just game after game of uh, high scoring games. I mean, to talk about Leverkusen Wolfsburg, that was a phenomenal yep. game of just Wolfsburg coming and coming in goal and after just goal. doing what they do. Yeah, I mean, there's just been a lot of high scoring games like that. There's
1: been a lot of it's been. I I feel like for the most part, it's I would say it's been a good advertisement for the, or a good preview advertisement, however you want to word it for the Bundesliga for people that don't watch it too often. But it also kind of sucks that like we're three games in and now we already don't have the title race anymore. That looked like it was going to be very tight until the end of the season.
0: Yeah, and it does suck because again, it wasn't like Dortmund played badly. It wasn't. It, it was so yeah. close. Yet all you had to do is get over one little hump. Yeah, but, we got
1: to see Gio Reyna as well. Yeah, maybe touch ball once or twice, but he played.
0: Yeah. I, um, like, I like the five subs. It worked well.
1: And I think Dortmund does it well. Like Regardless of how they're doing, they bring two subs on at halftime mm-hmm. and then leave the rest of the three for the second half. That's ingenious. That's replacing almost 50% of your team by the end of the game. Yeah, fifty. It is 50% of your field players. Uh, speaking of uh, Dortmund field players, if we want to talk about how absent Sancho's been since. I think he he had an assist for Rafa Guerrero two games mm, ago, but yeah. he just does not look fit. He's not no. come back fit from the quarantine.
0: No, he hasn't. Pl- he hasn't started any of the games, um, and he's just been. I, I don't know if it's the links to United or what it is, but he just hasn't seemed focused. I think that, in, especially I look back to the Dortmund Bayern game last year when Dortmund won home at home. Um, it it, sh- it looked like he had something to prove. Whereas in this game, it looked like he was too comfortable. Almost. Yeah.
1: And I think for the most part in this, well, because obviously where Jaden Sancho thrives as the most productive player in the Bundesliga of the season. And that's not an opinion. That's a fact. Yeah. You don't just have, was it 14 goals and 17 assists now Yeah, by not being productive. That's productivity in a fucking nutshell, but he he's not picking the ball up outside the 18. He's not picking the ball up 25 yards from the goal. He's trying to do what he does in his own half to get out. I don't know if the system changed after quarantine, but he he just doesn't seem as comfortable when he comes on. He, it's just like if I didn't know a thing about soccer and you pointed the guy who's come on at the sixty seventh minute to me and you go, "That guy's thirty one goal involvements. He's either scored or assisted in thirty one goals this year." I'd be like, "Dear, that okay? Well, you're fucking lying to me then." Exactly.
0: It was a shame because it seemed like a game where he could come on and make an impact because Byron wasn't playing particularly well. No, I mean the the. Iron's best player by far that day was Alfonso Davies. Yes, what a freak! Yes, he is. Just I still, yeah, I
1: can't tell how. Like, I, I, I'm excited to watch him grow as a player because I still, for any young player, I still have my like doubts. I still doubt about Holland, and he proves me wrong every week. It's not mm-hmm. that I'm saying, look, he's not good, but like as a Liverpool fan and even maybe as a United fan, you see young players come through at our own clubs every single year, and like mm-hmm. they'll play a handful of games, and you're like, fuck. Yeah. I thought Jordan I was gonna be better yeah. than Raheem Sterling, and now he can't get a game in for fucking uh, Bournemouth. So yeah. it's something that I, I I think people are very quick to say general generational talent. Yeah. And you want to put those labels on Holland and Sancho because look how they're playing right now. But I want to see where they're at in a few years. Because mm-hmm. if Sancho doesn't make it, then that will be like the catalyst for maybe not jumping ship on that word too much. Yeah. Because for me, that at such a young age, the only person that was like. At 18, that was appropriate to brand upon. Like recently, has been killing Mbappe. Yeah, like no one could have looked. No one looked at Trent Alexander-Arnold at 18 and was like generational talent.
0: Yeah,
1: it's it's Mbappe and it's no one else for me right now. And I, I want to see Sancho do better. I don't know if it is fitness, or if it's just lack of motivation, or just not fitting into the system, or not understanding it. It's he, I hope I hope he turns the rest of the season around because he's fucking hell of a player to watch.
0: Yeah, and Dortmund would really benefit from it to just finish out the season strong. If Bayern does slip up, which last year, even though Bayern had a lead at the end they did slip up, and Dortmund lost in the game to Schalke, if Bayern were to slip slip up, teams like Leipzig and Dortmund can't afford to lose. Yeah. And that means for a team like Dortmund, Sancho needs to be firing in full form, especially with Marco Royce not being back. It's looking like he won't be back for the rest of the season. Yeah. Um, And,
1: and, And Dortmund do have a fairly easy go of it for the rest of the season although they do play Leipzig once they play Paderborn, Hertha, Dusseldorf, Mainz, Hoffenheim, and and Leipzig like I mentioned that's like an easy go of it Mm -hmm. yeah Hoffenheim on their day can give you a fucking game if you want to like if you play into how they want to play but Dortmund I think just has to realize like this time last week they were vouching for a title now they need to fucking stay in Europe European spots yeah because if Dortmund doesn't make Europe it's it's going to be very tough holding on to a handful of players that they have there.
0: Yeah, especially um, with hopes. It doesn't look like Hakimi will stay. Um, and this does look like a rebuilding year. Guts is for sure leaving. Yeah. Uh, but, I mean, it yeah. wasn't big of a loss. Right. But, um, Guts is for sure leaving. Hakimi will probably go back to Madrid. Sancho's more than le- S- likely leaving. Sancho, too. Um, I think
1: Holland will stay another year.
0: Holland, I think, will stay another year, but it's possible. I mean, especially if they were to lose out on a Europe. Yeah. But, um, it it does look like Axel Witzel's getting a bit older too. Yeah. Um there d- there does seem to be spots where Dortmund this really is kind of they need to be focused towards the rest of the season because they don't next year's not guaranteed right now. Right. Um but it does suck with the Bundesliga. I don't know. Having Bayern all secured with it. Yeah. But I uh, I don't know. There'll be interesting times That's all I go. thought when I saw it. Yeah. It just sucks because three games and we know. But I mean, it was an interesting three weeks. It'll be an interesting few more weeks to close it out. Um, I'm excited for it, but uh, it does look like right now it is Byron, all secure. Yeah. Uh, moving on, though, we are talking about some Premier League that has a return date, so stick around. Oh! To
1: give a place in the final. Oh!
0: All right, so Premier League coming back June 17th. Yes,
1: June 17th we have Villa versus Sheffield United, which could be a decent game, and then a very welcoming return in Man City versus Arsenal, depending if Arsenal wants to show up.
0: Yeah, I was having a conversation with somebody today about it. It, uh, There were pictures uh, that came out that De Bruyne looks maybe a little out of shape. I
1: saw those as well.
0: Um, I don't think that would be the deciding factor, but Man City does seem to have a pattern of um, sometimes not always showing up the season. Mm-hmm. So if Arsenal comes off ready to go, uh, you never know, but it is hard. I mean, it does seem like City will win that. Sheffield versus Aston Villa. It's um, probably Sheffield. Probably Sheffield. Aston Villa is just trying to stay out of relegation, but it seems like they'll probably end up in... And then as,
1: as we've seen in the Bundesliga, like teams... maybe not finding that form that they're used to but if any if history like is anything to hold that City Arsenal game probably won't be or like a competitive one I think City have scored two or more goals in like their last six or seven meetings against Arsenal and won every single meeting Um, if they can show up and Arsenal do win Liverpool versus Everton Liverpool wins against Everton they win the league which I think you could only write it a bit better for any Liverpool fan is if it was United and we beat United when we won the league. Um, but it's 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 going to be interesting coming out of it because even Liverpool could suffer maybe like a Leipzig type fate where maybe they're not hot as hot as we were when we
0: left the season. How do you how do you feel as a Liverpool fan winning it in this way? Uh, I'd win it any way possible. I don't care. I just want it. Is it it just weird that, like... It is
1: weird, and it'll be weird not having the fans there. And maybe, like, I've seen on Twitter, like, maybe not even having the game in Liverpool. Um, It's been discussed that the game could be taking place at Wembley because um, of fears for the Liverpool fans um, building up populations outside of the stadium if Liverpool do win, if City lose, and we win the league. Yeah. but it just doesn't seem fair to Everton at the moment either because it, it, it's their home game regardless. Like, yeah, we're uh, Allison Becker goal kick across Stanley Park for them from where we play. But it, it I don't think it would be fair to Everton, especially with them making that late push to Europe right now to just take it away from – despite no fans being there, just taking away a home game for them.
0: Yeah. Um, it, it's just going to be an interesting return for everyone. I think that uh, – will be similar to the Bundesliga, where I, I, I don't know what to expect. I want to mm-hmm. say that with the form United was in, they could pass Chelsea. Um, how do you know that Sheffield maybe just wasn't that they, they may got yeah. you out? Know, you never really know. Um, but, I mean, it still is tight at the top, and there's a lot to push for. Um, I mean, personally, with me seeing Liverpool win it this way, it is a little ironic, I guess, just mm-hmm. considering it's Liverpool. Yeah. But, um... I mean, it doesn't discredit what they've done this season. It, no, it's... I don't think.
1: I think it'd be really unfair too, um, especially with the way that I they were absolutely tearing it up. Could you imagine if they we that, that Liverpool did not slip up against Watford and were um, what is it twenty eight one and 0 in the league right now? That'd be un, absurd. And for like maybe, if, and then that would mean the next game we win, we do win the league. But that's I guess hindsight's twenty twenty. You can't change the pass. but. Um, it's, it would be hard... It's like watching almost any other league. Like, if this was Dortmund this year that managed to put on this display, I think most fans would be like, that's fucking amazing because it's Liverpool. And for some reason, there's, like, such a hatred because Liverpool fans can be shithouses at a time that I think it just does get pushed to the side, like, how good the team has been this year. 66 goals, 4-21 against is amazing. And there's, like, some records that, like, obviously in nine games we're not going to score the 40 or 34 goals that we need to to beat the city record and we've already not been able to beat the uh chelsea record of the i think it's 15 goals conceded which uh, that's fucking ridiculous but i I don't know this team this liverpool team and the city team from two years ago are just have to be two of the best that we've seen and i think it sometimes just gets um doesn't get appreciated enough and but every soccer account that tweets about the invincibles they're like the 98 99 United team, or there's, like, some nostalgia behind certain teams, and I'm like, yeah, those teams are good, but I feel like sometimes people have a hard time appreciating, like, the teams they're watching right now.
0: Yeah, um, I think on that, and I've I've had a few conversations about this, where I think that the game has changed so much just in, you know, sports medicine, the way athletes train, what they're eating, where... Um, it is different that even twenty years ago. I wouldn't be surprised, and I think if a Liverpool team right now would beat a United team from ninety nine, I yeah. personally think that the United team, just based off pure quality, could beat this Liverpool team um, on their day. You never know, though. Um, I mean, I think. I mean, <laughs> if you, I, I, I don't think, think
1: it, anyone on that backline is fucking getting near Saudi, Oman, or Muhammad no, so no. <laughs> but I,
0: I, 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 I think that. And what I've always said is, I think it depends on where and when you play it. If you were to take this Liverpool team back to '99 and have them play in '99 with that, with those conditions, those referees, the way that they played the game, I think it'd be different. Mm-hmm. I think if you played it now, I think that this United, this Liverpool team would beat that United team because it's a different game. It's a different. Um, they call more fouls. You wouldn't have Roy Keane just shit housing and going up into tackles recklessly. Um, I just think that teams they're great for that generation players are great for that generation but like you do have to appreciate what's going on right mm-hmm. now and it doesn't discredit what liverpool's done it's a shame that as a united fan i still do i still don't think that one league title um based on how you guys have done it discredits you know what united's done for 26 years yeah. under sir alex but um it is a shame that we have to see liverpool win and break these records however um if I were to see a manager do it, I do love Jurgen Klopp ever yeah. since he's been a Dortmund. Um, just a class act. He's just a phenomenal guy. Um, and plus, there's no Liverpool player that I think you can truly hate. That's, no, that's part of the. Problem. I think
1: most fans that like if they do hate a player, they hate Andy Robertson. But it's yeah, like it's yeah, like the thing when like, people hated Diego Costa and they hated Luis Suarez. I'm like, yeah, but if he were on their team, you'd fucking love them.
0: Yeah. Um. So it's just, I mean, it's hats off to you guys. Yeah. Congrats. Um, but it's fun to see the Premier League back because there's still a lot to play for. I think that, and I want to get your opinion on this, do you think United could surpass Chelsea? And do you think either Wolves or Sheffield could surpass United or both United and Chelsea? I think if it was yeah. going to
1: be Wolves, Sheffield, or Tottenham, I think it'd be Wolves. I think mm-hmm. they've just shown their quality more consistently over the league. They've lost less games than everyone in the Premier League besides Liverpool this season. They've only lost six. Even City's lost seven. United's lost eight. Like They're just a team that... They perform really well when they play top teams but they play like a Wolves team if you came out of a time machine from them the 2000s and you're like oh Wolves are in the Premier League and they're like barely scraping by like a Southampton but then they they've done the double over city this season and that's one fifth of their wins and um like like it's the same talk about um uh Leipzig a little bit they've they've drawn 13 games but they do have i think a bit more quality up front than like a united right now but that's only because of injuries at the moment and Mm -hmm. i think that can help push them like when you have players like like jota um raul jimenez and Treore, like if you're looking at your front three and you're like okay if i had to pick a front three to grind out the season right now and i have to pick between like sheffields united's tottenham's and or like maybe arsenals i would still maybe pick wolves just based on the form that they've been in this season but and that's like i'm saying all this with an asterisk attached because like watching the Bundesliga, you don't know how much form matters at the moment.
0: Yeah. Um, I think that Wolves, especially in terms of Sheffield, have overall just a more quality. Uh, what they do have over Tottenham is just that they're all on the same page. They're playing good for mm-hmm. when they play the way they play, whereas Tottenham still hasn't found a true identity under Mourinho quite yet. Right. Um, and they've struggled with that all season, just adapting to their systems and playing the way that they've been playing for the past few years. Plus, they've lost guys like they lost Erickson. um but, I mean, it, 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 I, I think that Wolves will stay. I think my prediction is that United will pass Chelsea based off of the fact that Rashford's coming back. Puck will he be healthy back. for the return? Yeah. I think I believe he will. That's be a healthy. huge push, then. Yeah, then, I, I then
1: I'd probably pick United. I didn't know their how their injuries were going in that if I didn't. But a, a United team with. A healthy Pogba and a healthy Rashford are hard to discount against this Chelsea and this Wolves team.
0: Yeah, I think what will be interesting for United is the midfield selection. And I know this is very United-heavy talk, sorry about that. But I think what's interesting is their midfield three selection. You can do a lot with it. With If you want to play Bruno and Pogba together, I think that's what the fans want to see most. I but, don't. Um, I, I, rival fans don't want to see that the most. But I think that United could also benefit from... McTominay was playing well before the break. Fred and Modig have both had very solid seasons. So, do you play a more Modig Fred, and then Bruno Modig Fred Pogba, Pogba? I think the Bruno, thing with Fred. I think the
1: thing with Pogba is, is he reminds me of like a him, him and Genie Y and Alden, While like they're built very very differently, they're very similar players. Where if you want to play him a six, eight, or ten, you can, and they'll thrive in that spot. Like if you want tell Pogba or Genie to go play go be a goal scorer but go be a playmaker we've seen them both do that especially when Aldem at Holland just absolutely was banging in goals for qualification mm-hmm. but then you'll have him run his fucking socks off for Liverpool and then he'll play defensively and I think we've seen Pogba do that for Juventus France and United over the last few years like he I mean he'd be one of the best players in the midfield uh, world if you fucking played him at left mid or like the striker he, he has a lot of Steven Gerrard like qualities when it comes to just being able to play across the park like that
0: yeah, and I think that Pogba could really benefit from it. I think it would be interesting and influence his choice whether he stays or goes. Uh, at least stays for another season. Mm-hmm. Um, because he does have one more year on his contract. But right. if, Dortmund, or if United want to make money off him, then they need to ship him off now. Um, but I don't see any true suitors. Uh, people bounce around Madrid and Juve just because their names. But I, like both clubs, I've heard have denied it. I've never got the
1: allure it. of going to Juventus. Yeah. Like, I understand they've made champions league finals. I don't know. I don't know.
0: I think they just want to push for one thing. That's why they bought yeah. Ronaldo. They just want to bring Pogba back. But I, I I think both clubs have denied that they've really made bids for him or yeah. even interested anymore. But that could change. But I think that if Pogba were to stay, if he were to play with Bruno, who knows? That could I mean that could completely change how United play, especially with having Rashford and Martial in that. Yep. Throw Dan James, if you want, on the right. Maybe Greenwood back on the right for now. Um, it depends. We don't know if Sancho will come in the summer, so maybe if Pogba stays another season, that would be very helpful for next season. But for now, I mean, United's looking good coming yep. back. They're looking very strong. Chelsea, um, I, I think it will be interesting to see how they respond.
1: Yeah, and what? Uh, and I think next year it will be better for Chelsea, if anything. If they get a fold, they get an actual transfer window and they've already done great business when they, and the, but like 3 months before the transfer window opened they signed Hakim Zayek, who I think is a very good player and I think yeah. he's a player that
0: the bargain buy too yeah he's
1: very very good i i thought liverpool maybe after last year's champions league run were going to do something on him in the summer like mm-hmm. if we if we sold Shaqiri and he could come off the bench and that's if if you have to deal with Mo Salah for 67 minutes and then you have to deal with Hakim Zayek for the rest of the time, it's never, like, a nice thing for the defender to experience. Mm-hmm. Because it's not like he's just playing in the Dutch league and tearing it up. He's embarrassed Madrid at the burnabout. He fucking played his ass off against Tottenham. And he, he played his ass off against Juventus. And he showed his Chelsea, quality against... Chelsea themselves yeah, saw it for yeah, and, and And showed his quality against quality teams.
0: Yeah, I think that was a so, great buy. Yeah, and
1: a full, so a full summer under Lampard where maybe... Abramovich is sick of this um, lack of quality he's seen in his club over the years, especially with how much success that Chelsea's had in the past and what he's used to. Maybe he just throws Lampard an empty checkbook this summer. Mm-hmm. But it's also something that maybe Lampard doesn't want to do because of the youth in the uh, Chelsea system. Like You don't want to bring players in that might sit a Fakayo Tamori, that might sit a Reese James, that might sit a Mason Mount, or might sit like a Tammy Abraham. Like you, that, Those are four very solid slightly above average as a group Premier League players and they're all academy players which is mm-hmm. all, like that's whenever Trent does something well I it's probably 20,000 times more impressive than me because he's a scouser and he comes from Liverpool and it's awesome to see it happen so it, it's depending on what Frank wants to do with those kids.
0: Yeah, he has a very young squad right now. I think that part of bringing Ziak, Ziak in was, you know, maybe to replace a Willian, who seems like he could be on his way out. Yeah. Uh, Even though Liverpool,
1: which is one of the weirder rumors I've seen. Yeah, I saw
0: that, and it just it didn't make sense. How? But if you if he's just,
1: if he's okay to come off the bench for Liverpool, that's amazing. Because on his day, him, he could be the best player in the Premier League. Yeah, sometimes.
0: And, and if like you can get him on a cheap too, which yeah. I'm sure he would be. Yeah. Um, but I think that what's interesting is we don't know when the transfer window what the how that's going to work quite yet but I think what we do know is it will be full of swap deals Uh, it will be full of bargains because teams despite the situation I mean you never want to see you know global pandemic but it is realistic that some teams like United Man City could benefit from this going on and could you know Get players at a cheaper price. Yeah. However, other clubs will have to do swap deals, will mm-hmm. have to do, you know, bargain buys. Um, and other players, other teams will have to sell for lower than they yeah. wanted to.
1: And, and speaking of city, this summer will be one of the more, they'll probably be one of the more interesting teams to pay attention to. Yeah. Um, whether Pep stays or leaves and whether a lot of players stay or leave because we've seen them get hit with fines and, um, probation periods before and then sometimes it just turns into a lighter se- sentence but if uefa wants to make a fucking example out of them and they can't play in the champions league for the next two seasons
0: was it one season two seasons now but they're trying to peel it
1: yeah for, if if uh, that sticks because i i didn't think the the chelsea ban was gonna stick and it did mm-hmm. so it'll it, and that was over signing a, a youth, youth some player. youth players and that yeah. was a fucking heavy slap on the wrist yeah so this city team like Uh, what players want to play for most especially in the city team they've won the premier league they've won the fa cup they've won the league cup every no player in that squad has won a champions league trophy and uh, besides maybe like one or two that have rode the bench at a madrid or a juventus i'm not going to fucking pull up the city squad and fucking dissect it but that's what they want and it's clear that's what they want it's what's pep pep wanted at bayern He, he hasn't won it since he was in the champions league and he's Been regarded as one of the best coaches of the decade, and he's only won it at Barcelona with Messi on his team. Yeah. So that's he's just I I think maybe like the fraud comments. I don't know how much press people do read. Jurgen Klopp claims to read no press, but there's no way he's not reading press. Like those fraud comments might get to Pep, and if he wants to go do it, he might go back to Barcelona because that Barcelona team
0: needs to work. It needs.
1: It needs work in a steady manager, but this city team of players are like no, I want to like I want to win the Champions League. We've won the Premier League, and they have to look at Liverpool and like that team's not Liverpool's not slowing down anytime soon. So if they can't bring players in as well, and they're not competing in the Champions League, then they have to look at it and kind of being like, well, what's the fucking point?
0: Yeah, especially players for like a De Bruyne who's twenty nine, turning thirty soon, I think. Uh, they're they're at the tail end of their career where they they need to they're they're in their prime right now where they want to win right yeah. now. And it will be hard to see. You already have guys like Leroy Sané, who looks like he'll be going to Bayern anyways. Mm-hmm. Um, De Bruyne will be an interesting case. Fernandinho's will probably probably on his last year. Don yeah. Silva. Um, I think that this will be a time where we'll test and finally see next season if Phil Foden's worth all the. The, hype. the best
1: player that Pep Guardiola has ever worked with was one of the most egregious quotations that has ever been spoken from anyone's mouth. Yeah, he's coached Lionel Messi. That like that alone. I'm not get especially Cause that fucking pissed me you know, off.
0: Especially, um, the fact that I was watching a video on uh, it's Jaden Sancho's whole situation. The fact that they just completely said like their owner said that they were gonna fast track him to the first team, and Pep just fucked him right off to Dortmund. Um, I mean, Pep claims he wanted to keep him, but they brought in so many big quality players. Where Sancho, I think, if you, had you kept him, would be a guy who would stay at City for those two years. Um, And now they just put themselves in a situation where a lot of their team is going to have to make a big choice. Because a lot of them, the team is stacked with Champions League quality players from top to bottom. So they'll have an interesting summer whether they can afford to hold on to Pep alone, but also a lot of their big players. Um,
1: And I think Pep is like the biggest contract to keep a hold of. Like like De Bruyne's probably the best player in the world on his day, but no one's ahead of Pep Guardiola on his best day, I don't think.
0: No, and pop. I mean, pop. If you stick with him, and if he's willing to stick with it, I do see them winning a Champions League in the next ten years if they're willing to push through these two years. Maybe you know, play it. If they play it smart, if they can hold on to some contracts, hold on to some certain players. But um, at the same time, without Champions League football, what does Man City really have to offer? Yeah. How how can you attract a big name player? And the
1: fact that they've been as good as they have, and they haven't Mm -hmm. won a Champions League, is a bit. Embarrassing! It, it's what everyone wants to win. It's the trophy that everyone yeah. wants to win. Like you could play in England, but you get to beat a Real Madrid. You could play in Germany, but you get a beat. Of, I was gonna say an AC Milan, but it's not two thousand fucking eight anymore. But you, yeah. you get what I'm saying. Like,
0: well, that's why I think that they. I mean, all props to Liverpool in 2017 when they went to the final. By, 18. 2018 when they went to the final, mm-hmm. but. I mean, Man City would have, I think, given Real Madrid that year a better run for their money. 100 oh, percent. Yeah. I mean, it, it does suck because they just. I, I think, will
1: say, you watch the first twenty-three minutes of the game before Salah got injured, and I fucking will swear on my life that we were gonna win it.
0: Yeah, but then you bring out, you bring yeah. out Adam which sucks. I yeah. Mean, that's just lack of quality in the bench. Yes. Sucks. I mean, that was is the beginning of you know the build. Yeah. Um, however, I mean, Man City even last year against Tottenham. Pep just overthinks those games. Yeah. Um, and that's where they have a team and the manager to do it, but they just need to get over those they, they, the...
1: they, They've just been such a banter team in the Champions League mm. the last few years. Like, how do you <coughs> how do you get beat by Tottenham in the Champions League, yeah. in the quarterfinals, when you're supposed to beat the They were at home that game, too. Yeah, they were. But they also just did not do the job at at um, Tottenham. Yeah. So, I
0: don't know. You can't win a Champions League final if you can't. You know, if you're winning the league by that much no. that year, there's no reason why you can't win the Champions it's League. It's
1: like the league. Ajax team in '95, '96 didn't lose a game all year that year in regular time.
0: Mm-hmm. Won,
1: uh, did not lose a game in the league and did not lose a game in the Champions League and did the double. The only time they lost was an added time in the fucking uh, cup, the Dutch cup. But And then City will win. They, won, they could have won the quadruple, but they can't fucking win the Champions League. I don't know. It's exactly. fucking funny because I hate them.
0: Yeah, especially it just shows you can't buy it. Funny that Arsenal still hasn't won one too. Mm-hmm. By the way, just mentioned that one in there, Axel, if you're listening, um, and Zach Elias, if you're listening. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah, Premier League will be interesting. There's a lot to you know see this summer, especially with uh, it starting June 17th. It will be a summer full of Premier League, so that will be yes. a first. Yes. Uh, but it will be very fun to watch. So
1: you should go pick up the bar from Jake's parents'
0: house. Yeah, I'm mean, gonna. I'll call. I'll talk to Yeah. You later. <laughs> 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 um, uh, but yeah, I mean the transfer window will be equally as interesting. We don't know how that will work, but uh, there's a lot of excitement going forward. But now to end the show, we have a few "Who Am I"s for you. Who are you? Who
1: are you? I really wanna know. Who are you? All right, I think you're. I think I'm. I'm up. Fourteen to thirteen, yeah. I believe. I so. Okay, so. I will go second. You ask first.
0: Okay. I've played with Robert Lewandowski, Steven Gerrard, and Cristiano Ronaldo.
1: Oh shit! I had someone until you said Cristiano Ronaldo. Robert Lewandowski, Steven Gerrard, and Cristiano Nuri Sahin. God damn! Wow, <laughs> that's impressive.
0: Uh, yeah. My two was uh, my second hint. I thought I thought would have given it away. It was for a while. I held the record for youngest Bundesliga de- debutant. I think he held that. Yeah, he had it for, for a
1: fucking whole long time. Yeah, I think was, Pulisic broke it. Really? I th-
0: me, I, maybe. Uh, maybe. But what I, was your third so. one for him? Uh, I'm currently at Werner after being most famous for my time at Borussia Dortmund. Yeah. So, um, yeah. All right.
1: After he, fucking Brendan Rodgers tried to turn him into a 10. Yeah. I, I never got that. Okay. I've played with Paolo Maldini, Torsten Frings, and Thierry Henry. Tuffy this is a revenge for the fucking Robin question last week.
0: Slothon? No. no.
1: I was UEFA Goalkeeper of the Year in 1997
0: and 2006. Buffon?
1: Nope. Uh. I had an illustrious career winning the UEFA Cup, two different leagues in two different countries, and finished runner up at the World Cup twice. I'll give you the years if you want. Yeah. No. <laughs> no? No? No.
0: So you just offer, but you want not get
1: Yeah. Him. Wanted a.
0: Dick. He's following... Oh, semi,
1: semi-finalists in two different World Cups. Back-to-back. 2002 and 2006.
0: Uh, Julio Cesar? Nope. Or, I don't know. I don't know. He won the...
1: Yeah. I am Jens Lehmann.
0: Oh, yeah. No, I wouldn't have gotten that one. But that's a good one. Shit. My arsenal history, enough. All right, then uh, I've played with Fernando Llorente, David Beckham, and Javier Zanetti.
1: Fucking Fernando Llorente, David Beckham, and Javier Zanetti. Is that something? No. Are you fact-checking your shit right now?
0: No. I'm looking for something else i <laughs> No. That was a lot of fun, because he didn't play with uh, uh, Laurenti. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, um, I've won a World Cup, but lost a Euro final.
1: So, it's an Italian. David Beckham. Who? And who?
0: Fernando Llorente and Javier Zanetti.
1: I was going to say Pirlo, but he's never played with Zanetti. Lorente I just don't know that much about, which is making this a bit difficult. But we're gonna say he was in that AC Milan team with Beckham then and was in the and was in the two thousand six Italy team and the two thousand twelve Italy team. Fuck. Cause I don't wanna, I don't know. Uh yeah, I'm gonna guess someone um is it moderazzi?
0: No, I didn't think it was. Um, In 2016, Nike made me cleats based off my off-field passion of wine. Is it Pirlo? Yeah.
1: When did he play with Zanetti? He was at Inter. Pirlo was at Inter? Yeah. I did not know
0: Pirlo.
1: From 98 to 2001. I did not know that. Yeah. Fuck. And this is just like last week where they say the guy in the fucking first bit because I said pure yeah. earlier. God damn. But well, I didn't
0: think you were going with it. That's no, thing. I wasn't. No, yeah. like
1: I wouldn't. I wouldn't have wanted you to give me the points for just fucking guessing right there. I did not know that he was at Inter Milan.
0: Yeah. Oh, he made just twenty-two appearances bit. there. Yeah. Huh? There for brief time. Fuck. Yeah. When you said and that's the thing is when you said uh, Pirlo didn't play, this, I was like, I'm gonna fact check this because last week, I did, after last week's debacle. Yeah. yeah. No. Uh, yeah. That's why that's I told you my third hint on my second one was going to be my favorite hint just because I remember those 2016 cleats, the maroon TM, yeah. like the cork-looking uh, soul.
1: So, seven, eight, 18 to 13 right now because I was four, plus four points because I got Pirlo at the end there. Yeah. So, um, now this one is my revenge one for last week. This one's your revenge Yeah. One. I have played with Carlos Negra, David Beckham, and Cristiano Ronaldo. My third hint is a Nike based hint as well. That's kind of cute that we did that. <laughs> <laughs>
0: um, wait, who's the Beckham Ronaldo? Who's the last
1: one? Carlos, Carlos Negra. Yeah, uh, I couldn't remember what you said. United though. States legend. Yeah.
0: Um, I'm blanking. Um, I'm gonna go with like a cheap one. Fan Nissuroi. Right? I don't know. I nope. no I am a world champion,
1: and I have won six league titles in two different countries, like six in total, not six in both countries. That'd be fucking impressive, to be fair.
0: Six total league country or league, league titles. titles. Um. In a row, as well. And he's won. How many you said? One World Cup. One World Cup. I'm with Sammy Kadira, just because I have no fucking clue.
1: Nope. I was featured in a Nike commercial a few years ago that featured my signature celebration, which is also in FIFA to this day.
0: I yeah, that features. What year was the Nike ad?
1: 2015 know? 16 season. I'll throw you softball here, because that Nike commercial took place in two thousand fifteen, the same year when I won French Player of the Year.
0: Pogba? Nope. Uh,
1: oh, I am no, okay. blaze my tweety.
0: What the fuck? Yeah. Jesus Christ! I really, I had no fucking clue. Yeah, I can tell. I <laughs> We're gonna have to chop that no down, down a lot. To chop that one <laughs> down in the uh, editing because I took if uh, I took
1: like Carlos, 10 ba- to Carlos Bacca, at San Etienne, David Beckham in his last professional season ever at PSG, and Cristiano Ronaldo right now at Juventus.
0: Fucking dick for that one. Is that zero for zero? You no, went with the youth. Uh, uh, the... No, I was just <laughs> fucking with you. Yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Fuck.
1: Why would I do that? So what is it? 17 know. to 11.
0: Something like that, yeah. Whoa! Jesus Christ, I'm going to have to come back slowly week by week again. Fuck. <laughs> that sucked. <laughs> All right, well, that happened. Yep. Thank you very much for joining us on Full 90 with the fellas. We'll see you guys next week. Uh, make sure to follow us on Twitter and Instagram, Full90Fellas. And thank you very much for tuning in. We'll yeah.